This is Sarita, better known as Bible Study Girl. And I am a girl with something to offer the world. Uh, my executive producer here at Bible Study Brother is laughing um, because <laughs> I am trying to. He told me I should start off the podcast saying hello the way I say hello to him when he calls my phone. And ever since he said that to me, I have not <laughs> been able to find my hello. So I don't think that was quite right but anyway you get what you get um today um on the podcast we are joined by a very special guest very very special guest not only is bible study brother here but also bible study mama hi everybody hey (laughs) she's making her podcast debut we're so happy to have Mm. her um (laughs) 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 she (laughs) she was very willing to participate today and we were wanting to talk about our relationship because we touched on uh, the dynamic in our trio a little bit when Bible mm-hmm. study brother and I were talking about um, forgiveness and how we got to the place in our relationship that we are. Um, and so we thought it would be interesting for you to get a little taste of what goes on in this trio. <laughs> Do you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself, Bible study mama? Um, I don't know what you would like to know. I am a registered nurse. Okay, there we uh, go. In the operating yeah. room, I've been in there thirty-two, 32. years. Thirty-two. Um, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. He Amen. is my savior. Um, <laughs> I sing a lot. All I don't right. always think that I do as well as other people think that I do, but um, I sing. Um. Oh, you do sing, I'm mommy. in the midst of uh, writing a, uh, it's not a sermon. Um, is it not, mom? No, I'm, I'm it's not sure a, it's sermon. a sermon. I'm, no, I'm no, no, spe- no. I'm going to no, be mother. the main speaker, but it's not a sermon. Uh, I mean. Um, are you using scriptures, mom? I am using scriptures. I believe it's a sermon. No, it is not. Okay, okay. Let her finish her thoughts. So anyway. <laughs> Um, that's a new <laughs> venture that's taking me outside of my comfort zone. Um, I said, yes, I probably, you know, should have prayed and then said, Hey, I'll get back with you on it. But it was an immediate. Yes. Um, just, be- I, just because of the person that asked me and, you know, it's hard to say no to people when they ask you to do something, um, that could potentially, um, help somebody else. Now, I just got out of a a boundaries class that's teaching (laughs) me that it's okay to say no. Um, So I'm a work in progress. We are. Um, God is, uh, he's going to fix me one day. But anyway, that's that's basically all I have. I am the oldest of um, three siblings on my mom's side and the oldest of um, seven siblings on my dad's side. Big um, family. You so, <laughs> shush. Um, but yeah, that's 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 about it. So you told the people all that stuff, but you did not tell them like one of the most important things about you. One of the biggest discoveries we made. What in the last four or five years, the thing that mm-hmm. we feel like cements your personality. You bougie. <laughs> I am not. I don't know why so y'all are true, but I am not bougie. 
stop. <laughs> stop it. Just stop. Uh, <laughs> but I just, I wanted to give you an opportunity to describe yourself before I took it upon myself to let the people know. And, and before I took it upon myself to guide you to certain uh, information <laughs> that needs to be given to the people. <laughs> but we, we love you. In your bougie-ness. We love, we love you. your bougie-ness. I yeah, love, right. I love you. I love you, and I love your bougie-ness. I mean, without your bougie-ness, I couldn't live in bougie places. This is true. You wouldn't have all these bougie experiences you have. I wouldn't have the bougie experiences I, I have. Bougie experience. I do, too. They make me better. <laughs> they make me whole. Um, Bible study brother, you want to tell the people anything else about you? I mean, they got to know you the first podcast, but anything else you think they need to know about you well, before we go? Well, um... As I learned last night, uh, the mother, or my mother, I said the mother, my mother is the head of our family. Uh, then my sister is the glue of the family. And apparently <laughs> I am the um, the enforcer, the uh, uh, fixer. Who told you this? Well, because I'd be the one <laughs> that um the dead bodies. That wasn't <laughs> la- <laughs> that wasn't last night though, Joe. Well, that wasn't last I mean, night. Last know. night we were looking at Christmas lights, and so I'm like, when, oh, when did this happen? Not last night. I'm okay, just, but anyway, okay. But you my, did. Yes, you did learn it. In, <laughs> uh, now that's an exaggeration, but because <laughs> Sarita is the glue is also the fixer. But um, no. Anyway, um, she's actually the interpreter. Well, that's glue. She's holding us together because without her, we wouldn't understand what's going on with each other. It's a mess. Um, which I don't know when that happened because we were, we were we were pretty straight for a while. Uh, Do you think this is a post-divorce thing? No, because we that we, it's we a started the fact. Yeah, you think we, so? Yeah, because y'all have y'all have always had a bond. I mean, y'all have had a bond or whatever. Whether oh, it was the mother like daughter, but I'm talking like the the three of us as mm-hmm. far as the you being the interpreter glue whatever it only occurred post divorce cuz you didn't have there. to interpret things yes i did to she me did. i did, did you? But way before then yeah <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll here's where we'll start just so we can get a bit of direction cuz i know my sister has a hard time cap that i have to keep being the executive producer yeah so mother what I want you to tell the people is, most importantly, what you wanted from our relationship when we were born, what you thought of th- that kind of thing, like your expectations, your prayers, um, just what were your thoughts as Sarita was born, then I was born, and then what you wanted our relationship to be. You mean in as our... As a family. As a just family. A family. Just, yeah. Yeah. just yes. as a family relationship. Um. As a single parent with Sarita, my goal was to just to be able to take care of her mm-hmm. and uh, make sure that she was the best that she could be. Um, and to give her Mission the things that she <laughs> that she needed and desired, really. Um, I always wanted a child. And uh, my idea of what a family would look like was d- different because... My grandparents raised me, my mom and my dad. My dad lived in Michigan. My mom lived in St. Louis. And so I didn't have a relationship with them in the sense that it was a family connect. You know, I didn't have my parents in the house with me. But Mm -hmm. I had parents, you know, like I had both sets of my grandparents, my uh, maternal and paternal grandparents helped to raise me. So it's not like I didn't have that, you know, 
central focus. Yeah. I just I just felt at some point that I had been neglected by my parents or left. Mm-hmm. And so I said if I ever had kids, that would never happen to me. I'd have my kids with me. Mm-hmm. Um, however, <laughs> because I was a single parent for um, five years when I was in college, uh, Sarita lived with the gr- my, my maternal grandparent uh, to raise her until I could get out of school. And then I got married. Um, and I guess the year after I got married, maybe it's months after I got married, no, it was a year was after a year. I got married. Um, I moved Sarita to Little Rock with us. Um, and by us, you mean you, your husband, and this guy over here. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when Joe was born, he stayed in Marvel probably for about four months because I was still in nursing school, and um, I had to – you know, finish finish that yeah. up and mm-hmm. and all of that. So, but a lot of weekends we would be in Marvel, or uh, you'd come up and stay or whatever. So it's not like you weren't in the family; you just weren't like a permanent fixture in the family. So yeah, it took a but minute. Once once that was, you know, I got some people mad at me because I did bring you, but I was never going to leave you there. I mean, that never was an option. So for me. Anyway, okay. so. so what did you see the family unit looking like when you had us all together? Yeah, like that, that's what I was When saying. you had Joe, me, your husband, what does fam- what was your vision of family? Um people that pray together, people that um I I just thought we would go on little adventures and stuff together, go on trips together. (laughs) You know, we would be the quintessential family with the house with the white picket picket fence and going on picnics, bike rides, and just, you know, just being like a family family. I don't know. I don't know. Just. Is that what you're, is that? That's what my, that's what my mind saw. Okay. So what was the reality for you of our actual family family? The reality was is that I was a single parent married. Okay. Because Ooh, I just coming out with it. It's true though. It, it's very true. I mean, I was <laughs> you know I pretty much I worked basically three jobs most of the time that y'all were growing up and um this is a fact. So um the times that I was free, I tried to do things with y'all. Even Picking you up from school, I was a um, class parent, class, mm-hmm. classroom parent. I you went on the field volunteered trips. at the school. I did all the you things. You popped up even when people didn't want you to. You did all the things. <laughs> yeah, I like the pop ups. Um, <laughs> I love the pop-ups. <laughs> um, just, just, um, I, I just wanted what I thought I saw on TV. I guess you know. And, and that reality, it wasn't a, that reality for me. But that's, a, you know, but I don't regret any of it. I don't either. Without your know. marriage, there will be no Bible study brother. And so mm-hmm. I'm extremely thankful for that. And I learned so much, like, out of our family as a unit. And even though there we weren't a foursome going on adventures, like since the beginning of adventures was, yeah, was fun. Like, like since I the beginning <laughs> of time, we have been a trio on it. Ed- 
ventures. Even right. if the fourth right. person didn't want to participate, you, I don't know how you found time. I don't. To do it all, but you took us on adventures. I remember going to Blanchard Caverns uh, mm-hmm. on a weekend trip, just on a whim, like, let's go. I remember so picnics. Creepy. It was not Dude, joke. listen, let me explain something to <laughs> y'all. You didn't like it? I Were enjoyed certain par- the entire time, especially when we, uh, <laughs> listen, did you not know this for real? No. I didn't, I swear. Okay, so y- y'all remember the part where like we had to like step down, like it was just dark. It's right? dark. And it was uh, dark, dark for like a long time. It is, like, it's we, dark. Like I could not see in front of myself. <laughs> I was so mentally claustrophobic and ready to get out of there. I didn't like, know. I almost I cursed, no but I didn't. I didn't know. Like, but I, and then we finally got out and then like we saw the deers and stuff. That was fun. I, I'll never forget us seeing that, that whole little family of deers and, and everything after that. But like the entire time, you, you didn't I was enjoy. like, no. this is. We would have picnics in the Costco. front yard on the yeah. quill. Like, so, so everything you, did, you said, we every, did. We, we, we did go bike riding. Even, we, even, we even did it as a foursome. Picnics, like as a foursome. No, no, I'm saying, no, we at too, least got them a couple. I was going to say that. I said happened. we did all this stuff at least once. The time where he fell out, uh, we fell off the bike. Yeah. I was a baby uh-huh. and should not remember this, <laughs> but I remember it. Like, <laughs> really? I, I promise you, I remember being in front of the house because that's where it happened, right? No, y'all were in what oh, is well, that? Bull's Park. Bull Park. We Park. Park. I, I feel like I up. remember. Either I remember it or it I had a dream about it. You had a fake memory. Probably did, but yeah, I remember. Yeah, you have it. those. I do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but I think that in totality, we still got a lot out of us. You still were able to give us majority of the things. It's just the gap that we all share in common um, is the paternal presence yes. is was not what we would want it to be. Right. And True. that's our common factor. So yeah, we all have that. You know, the issues that I think that we have sometimes in our trio trio is trio. because of this <laughs> because of that. Right. Is because like there were certain things that each of us needed. It's especially me being the male in our um being the male in our group there were things that i needed that i couldn't get true um and it was sometimes like ostracizing in our trio to just kind of like go and do stuff and it's like okay i'm sitting in kato's all right (laughs) this is fun no this was the funniest part though but like so when trakia and Sarita were in Girl Scouts, and they were in Girl Scouts a very long time. Years and years. Years, years and years. Years and years. Maybe years. 13 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so. She was a grown Girl Scout. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was so funny and, and poignant for you all to say when somebody asked y'all one time. And by you all, you mean me and Trakia's brother, Eddie. Eddie. You and Eddie. Um, said that y'all were Girl Scouts. And I thought, <laughs> oh my gosh, this speaks volumes because y'all were with the girls all the time. Y'all were with mm-hmm. us all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I wanted you to be in Boy Scouts. I wanted you to be involved in I that. I was. But it's just, at the time, like, because I remember being in Boy Scouts and Martin Luther King, it's just, um, it wasn't what you were expecting from me. And so right. we didn't really get to do that because it was just like it wasn't as involved as yeah, it was with the Girl Scouts yeah, and, were, and like, I wanted you more involved. Uh, we ain't not gonna do that, <laughs> and so we ended up not doing it. And 
you know, a lot of the things that I think you've provided us so many different opportunities, you were, it's easier, I think, for you to tap into how to mature Sarita's gifts because Sarita is a tactician. So <laughs> she gets a dream from God and it's like, all right, Lord, I will build it. <laughs> he is great. <laughs> <laughs> and then she builds it. But like with me, you know, I had so many different things and you would like give me all the tools I needed. And then I'd be like, uh, this is hard. Yeah. I don't That's know true. about this. Yeah, this like, was, that was the thing. Like with with Mama, she would be so mad. She's like, "Look, you got to read all this stuff, and Joe is not in anything, so I'm signing him <laughs> up for Taekwondo." Oh my god! Okay, fine. Well, I said, but I, you I'll do know that when it gets hard, when it gets oh, hard, he's gonna there. quit. I said, I, "It's not <laughs> that I've not there. started him and stuff, and given him there. all the tools that he needs to get to that point." But when it starts getting hard, he's going to pull back. Listen, and what happened was the first I said, time I You're fixing to waste your money. <laughs> and she was like, well, this is, I got to pay for it for a year. I said, well, you got a year uh, of bills to pay because <laughs> I'm not paying it. And I know he's not going to want to go. And especially in the evenings after school yeah, when all of his rough. buddies down the street were out in the street playing, uh, Tramiel and all of them, when they'd be down the street playing, mm. and he would have to put on his look. Taekwondo <laughs> uniform. <laughs> Listen, you see, know, but grandma, was, grandma tapped into his. She she gave him a chance. She gave me a chance, and but the the biggest thing that happened. Okay, so it was a little difficult, but I'm like, all right, I'm kind of getting it. It was only one time that a little kid was kind of acting out or something like that, or he was like not doing what he was supposed to do, and he got whooped with a paddle. You and I done. said, I'm not coming back. <laughs> I said, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I get talked to unless I've done something really bad. And you needed whoopings. You needed um, you needed the whoopings. I'm, I was the talk to kid. You were the, where's the belt? <laughs> he, um, he can't hear me with these <laughs> words. <laughs> but I was out of there then. But I think that there were so many things that we gained from all the things that we did spiritually. True. You know, that we didn't even realize, like, I never realized that I brought a lot of the spiritual stuff into our Christmases. Right. You told me that, you know, and even certain pivotal moments of things that Sarita would do that made sure that there were certain traditions and, and things that we would have. I didn't know any of those things. They just instinctively came because of the roots and things that you left for us in the way that you left them. You gave us, you gave us great roots. There was some definite obstacles, um, but you gave us great roots. So we are thankful for that. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about life post divorce? Sure. Yeah, let's try to um, post divorce, and, and we'll just we'll go person by person what post divorce was for you. Okay. Um, I'll get mine out of the way. Post divorce was just horrible for me. Okay. Because it was at the time where it's now time for you to kind of figure out how to be a man. It's now time for you to figure out adulting in the first stage of that. So college, there was coming home after college, trying to figure out money and stuff, and also trying to form this relationship with my mother that had never been there in the way that I had even realized that I was selfish. Like, I was way more selfish than I realized pre-divorce because mm -hmm. there were certain uh, preconceived notions that I had about 
like I thought we had the white picket fence and everything because that was what was told to me, taught to me, and I didn't know everything that was going on behind the scenes. So post divorce, it was really a um uh, an epiphany of oh, this is actually what's going on. This is what my sister does for me. This is what my mom has done for me. These are the things that were interlocking like, oh my God, everything makes so much sense now Mm -hmm. that I couldn't even figure a lot of things out. And then I'm also trying to, like I said, become a man at that point uh, in the midst of a trio of women. And it's kind of like, you ain't there yet. I'm like, (laughs) but how can you tell me? And you don't even know this part or you don't know that I'm dealing with this or that this is a difficulty that like feeling like I disappoint you guys all the time. And so it was like the weight of kind of being the man of the house quotation marks <coughs> was something I wasn't ready for post divorce okay. in a lot of different ways. So that, that was my post divorce. Well, part of, part, well, to piggyback on what you were saying, that is why um, I sought out a counselor mm-hmm. uh, for you. That was a male and an African-American male that could help you walk through some of the things you were going through because I knew I couldn't do it. Now that is topical because we drove by that uh, therapist's office yesterday. Really? Yeah. All right. It was in North Little Rock, but mm-hmm. we were going. She just violated your hip. She did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say who it was, but you, you drove say where, Like all they got to do <laughs> is do a Google list. How many black people is over there in North Little Rock with, with counselor's office? <laughs> Goodbye. Hello. Okay. Can I go right. ahead? But the counselor was, I mean, yeah. it, it was pivotal, pivotal in, I think, guiding, giving you some guidance. Maybe. I will say life post-divorce for me, I mean, in my opinion, it's controversial. But I was happy for Mama because I felt like, she hadn't got a chance to experience, she hadn't had an experience, a chance to experience her best life. And I felt mm-hmm. like this would give her the opportunity to experience her best life because. Oh, but if I, only you knew. <laughs> because I, you know, she worked so hard. I just saw her giving so much and I didn't see her receiving the same. And I mm-hmm. wanted more for her. So I knew the divorce was traumatic for her we all know the divorce yeah. was traumatic for her it was we saw it her was, in very different lights it was ever it was her. bad but i felt like it was going to be a thing that really just released her and gave her opportunity to experience so many great things so that's what life was for me post-divorce what was life for you post-divorce i think initially it was very devastating to me you think we know <laughs> It was. It was very devastating to me. Um, I just, I just couldn't grasp it. I mean, it it was more than what I had anticipated it was gonna be. And truth of the matter, I had asked for a divorce prior to us getting a divorce, and then we went to counseling. And after counseling, um, well, actually during counseling, um, I was told that. He didn't want to work it out anymore. So that was like in September, October. You don't have to give us the date, honey. Anyway, we just want But anyway, just I was so like, um, well. I was devastated because I had given what I thought was my best mm-hmm. and was met with maybe not so much. So 
But, you know, in the end, to be honest, it was so freeing. Um, I didn't know how freeing it was going to be because it's like blessing after blessing Mm -hmm. after blessing came my way. Mm -hmm. Like I, (laughs) I had always wanted, you know, a house, a nice house and all this other kind of stuff and just couldn't get on the same page as to what that was going to look like. But two years after divorce is when I, you know, got the house and, Got a brand new car. It was just a whole bunch of things. I had two kids in college, and still God was supplying everything that I needed. I mean, like, shut up. <laughs> I went down to like two jobs instead of three. You know, it just was a whole nother blessing on top of blessings. Blessing. So it was blessings on top of blessings. Honestly, it was. Um, <laughs> hallelujah! Glory to God. But I, I think that as the years go by, I'm, I'm learning, you know, that what doesn't kill you does Makes really, you. truly make you strong. Okay. And um, God can't bless miss. He won't bless miss. But he's still in the blessing business. Why are you even in this? Amen, mm. sister. So I will say um, our family dynamic definitely changed post-divorce for all three of us Mm -hmm. became a more cohesive unit i wasn't living in arkansas at the time but when i moved back it got real it got real well okay like before you moved back i was going like up and down the road either to houston or augusta georgia or jackson mississippi to see the trio, to but the trio see. was not together. I know the trio wasn't together, <laughs> but to I had to lay eyes on either one of the trio <laughs> that we are my children. We we know at least once a month. Yeah, or oh, we know every other month. So yeah, we was we was young beefing then. Um. Yeah, Joe and I had a really difficult relationship post-divorce post-divorce was but crazy. it was not about divorce it was about joe finding joe yeah. and me trying to make him who i wanted him to be mm-hmm. so that was the difficulty in our relationship by the time yeah. i moved back though i had let go of trying to be yeah. your parent as much i think it took a mm. It, it, it took a while. No. Well, when we it, were it, living together, I was trying to be your parent. Like it wasn't until, listen, bro, if we are yeah. living in this house. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't until, because um, see, a lot of other parts of what was going on with us was like, there was so much going on, so many revelations of people. So there was so much that like, again, I'm dissecting a whole lot of information at the same time. And it wasn't until we had a conversation. I remember we were at mama's house, like on the back porch. And I was like, Dude, I'm I'm not your kid. Like I, we're siblings. Like <laughs> I like I don't want to feel like on top of disappointing her. I done made you man. I got to come in your office. Like what is this? <laughs> like and I don't remember what it was about that we were talking about. At oh that Lord, time, who knows? But it was something very light but heavy for me. Um, <laughs> but you are um, the emo person in our group. I am because I have to. The thing about it is, for me, the truth is always in these two people. Um, the truth is in my mother in terms of 
how she thinks about me. The truth is in my sister and what she thinks I can be, what I'm doing, and if she's proud of me kind of stuff. So post-divorce, it was even more apparent that eyes were on me. Um, and it was hard because at that point in time, like, it's like, all right, bro, you know, you got your, you got your sister over here. Just graduated, doing real good. <laughs> got a lot of money. Got your mom but, over here. But didn't though. I mean, <laughs> it looked like it. Uh, you got your sister over here. You know, she goes on cruises. You got your mom. She got a new car. You driving her car because when she told you to go get an oil change on this car that you loved a lot, you didn't. And then when you went out with one of your friends, it blew out on you. <laughs> now what you going to do? So, <laughs> you know, it was like, man, what's going on? And then on top of that, not even having somebody that I could talk to about guy stuff in a guy way. Because we do think differently. Girls and guys think so Because post-divorce, all my brothers was out here getting it. <laughs> and whatever, however you want to define it, they was out here getting it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and I was not. But. Um, I do think that, that there's more that we have to say, but I'm not going to like, yeah. I, I think we okay. should have a part two on the, you on think the trio so? thing. Okay. I do. Cause we haven't even tapped, tapped any but times. we got up to the post-divorce part. So yeah. I think, um, the next edition we can talk about, mm-hmm. uh, we can probably get a little deeper, dig a little deeper, but this is a great intro into the trio, how we function, why do we function the way we function. Um, on the next episode, I really want to talk about um, our counseling, how we mm. think that changed oh, our funny. relationship, and um, we can get into that. Is there anything you want to plug, brother, before I start to plug myself? Well, first and foremost, I'm going to plug BibleStudyGirl.com, where my sister posts every day. You will sometimes get appearances from Bible study brother, Bible study mother, Bible study cousin, and a host of other uh, guest contributors. So please make sure that you go and contact her on in the comments. She does respond to everything. We do see your testimonies. It is we preach, not I preach, not you preach. We preach. All right, guys. Um, and until we meet again to talk or read, keep preaching.